Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash cultural stew. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Welcome to the Cultural Stew Podcast, coming to you from the Goat Factory Media Entertainment Studios. Warning, we use adult language, and there may be spoilers ahead. Hello and welcome to our show for the episode 36 for the week of June 5th, 2019. My name is Ron Herkins Jr. and I am here with my co-host, Valerie Vidmar. Hello. How are you today, Valerie? I'm doing well. I am. It's been a good day. Uh, Yesterday was my 12-year anniversary of being married. Happy anniversary. Thank you. He's in L.A. (laughs) So... We celebrated at home. Cool. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, let's roll into our show today. Um, we're going to talk about some of the news in the media world. We're going to talk about some new trailers that are out, um, some good stuff coming out. Um, we've got our cue review and recommendation list. We're going to reach into our grab bag, find out what's new, what's interesting for this week, and talk about some more recs and then what's in our radar and queue. So. Okay. What's up? What's in the news? What's the news world? Okay. Well, you have the Indiana Indiana Jones 5 filming in 2020. Yes. According to Harrison Ford, Indiana Jones 5 will be recording in 2020. And in that same interview, he also said, apologies to Chris Pratt, but there is only one Indiana Jones. I know. He really doesn't want anybody else to play him. He said, as long as I'm alive, there is no other Indiana Jones well, or something to that effect. Well... Also, as long as, you know, River Phoenix is no longer alive, there really isn't somebody to play young Indiana either. So, no, I be, agree. There shouldn't be anybody else playing him. There shouldn't be anybody else playing Han Solo, but that had to happen, I guess. Yeah, it, it's kind of that, that passing of how, like, it's a good character. You know, you want the character to continue. And we've just been given it's kind of like how you treat bond bond is a good fun character and uh, and but that was established early on of like giving it to a new um actor whereas like, we never got that experience with han solo or indiana jones because well that one uh tom clancy's character yeah jack ryan is a good one I and mean, harrison played jack ryan yeah lots so. of people played jack ryan so Okay, moving on. I have that Charlize Theron has been selected as the 2019 American Cinematique Award winner, um, and the presentation the presentation set is to take place on November 8th. Uh, I had to look this up because I had never even heard of the American Cinematique Award, uh, which honors extraordinary artists in the entertainment industry who fully engage in his or her own work and committed to, are committed to making significant contributions. Uh, past winners in the last few years, uh, Bradley Cooper was last year, and then we had Amy Adams, Ridley Scott, Reese Witherspoon, Matthew, 
Matthew McConaughey. We've had Julie Roberts before, Steve Martin, Denzel Washington, Jodie Foster. You get the picture. But she's getting it this year, so good job, Charlize. I've enjoyed her work. She's, and she doesn't stick to just one thing. She's kind of all over the place. She doesn't have to be pretty either. She, chooses. she doesn't have to be pretty. I like that about her. She's a gorgeous woman, and she just plays her characters. And Of course, I liked movies that you guys didn't like of hers. One of my favorites recently of hers was Atomic Blonde. I thought she played a perfect badass. Yeah, she was good. Really, the soundtrack actually was fun too. It's got that punk vibe too. Yeah, it was really fun. Um, another piece of news um, for those Star Wars geeks among us. Um, Star Wars Galaxy opened in Disneyland in California this oh, week. Yeah, you were talking or, about that. Yeah, it was last Friday. It opened up. What and, does that include? Um, pretty much everything. <laughs> Disney. What? I mean, Millennium Falcon, full-size Millennium Falcon. And what land is this in? Disneyland in California. No, oh, in Disneyland in California. Okay. Yeah, Disneyland's California. Disney World is Florida. Right. I mean, do they have different lands. I yeah, I think it's Star Wars Galaxy. It's its own. Really? Yeah. It's it's got most, the the cantinas there. That's cool. Um, there's a hangar there. The the Millennium Falcon. There's one of my friends went there last night and he was making his own oh, really? um, lightsaber. So he's now got his own lightsaber. No. Um. At the, they do the blue milk, like the chefs, they have a blue milk concoction. Do you get to go into the bar then? Yeah, the cantina. <sighs> yeah. So it's going to be one of those things that's going to be on my dream list of, I'd love to get there. But so it's I like walking through the movie kind of? Yeah. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. And full on like animatronics of many of the characters. Yeah. Lead characters? Well, no, not like, not Leia. And I mean, that'd be like, kind of cool. That'd be kind of creepy. Not really. Maybe <laughs> like the the Hall of Presidents, but with Star Wars characters. And I'm fine Hello with it. Hello and welcome to the I'm Star Wars. I'm fine with it. If they're like, if they're sitting. <laughs> well, consider, let's see. Now Leia's dead. So, I mean, then you you start the, the Hall of the hall of Star Wars with Leia's Star Wars Leia's not characters. dead. She, Carrie Fisher is dead. Well, yeah. No, I think Leia's dead too. I think they'll address that in the... Okay, so everybody... Oh, that's true. Han's dead. Han's dead, yeah. And now Can we just go Luke's back in dead. time and start with, like, go in with the Star Wars stuff and just not worry about the last one? I don't mind, I don't mind the new stuff. Okay. Moving so, on. yeah. To move. Sorry, I am sniffling and I apologize. I will try to sniff Yeah, we, we've had some... Fun, interesting weather here lately. It's now it's cold and raining. It was like 42 degrees after, was it yesterday morning? It was 42 degrees and it kicked up a whole bunch of new pollen and oh. everything. And it's been raining again. So it's raining again. It's not raining men though. I say that all the time and nobody likes that in my house. It's raining men. Hallelujah. Oh. Okay. So the new trailer trailers. You can start off. Bunch of new trailers. Um, let's see. We got Rambo. He's back. Last Blood. So the first movie of all of Rambo first was blood. called First Blood. I and now that. we got The Last Blood. And man, looking at Sylvester Stallone in this movie, you know, it's like looking at him in the last um, Creed 2. He's just getting old. 
How's his bod? He looks like an old man with kick-ass muscles. I mean, I, I, I don't fret him for that, but man, he's looking like he. Who wrote the script? We know. I have no clue. Probably would, him. My would, guess is he probably wrote it and probably directed it, and and that's kind of what he did with Rambo, kind of thing. Um, does it look good? Me. It looks like a direct to home video type thing. Will I watch it? Sure. A, uh, he did write it. Oh, nailed it. Well, it's, it's directed by Adrian Grunberg and written by Sylvester Stallone and Matt. Um, uh, Nick. I have no idea, but you know what? I'm sure that Sylvester Stallone wrote most of it. As you all know, he wrote um, Rocky. And again, I always have to say, if you don't know that story, go look it up and read it. He likes writing for things that he's the lead guy in. Rocky was such a great story because he was broke. He was broke and everybody offered him all this money and he said no and like they can barely eat and then bam. All right, other trailers we got. Um, so I saw the new trailer for the new Pixar film, Onward. I honestly don't know what is up with this, but the first impression I got of it is what the heck's up with the animation. It doesn't seem like Pixar quality, and it's really hard when you got Toy Story 4 coming out mm-hmm. with great animation and characters that have grown to love, and then I just saw this, and it just looks like they half-assed the animation I don't know why. Um, it's like fairy tale uh, um, land cute. thing, but in a modern society. Oh, the, they have the fairy tale stuff, and then they have a plane, yeah, flying by. Yes, yeah. and I, I really wasn't into that. But they're they're trying to tap into the fairy tale thing. Well, it, it's the 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 fairy tale thing, and it's now modern society. It's like everything was magical, and this is now they've advanced into modern society. I don't, I don't want to see that. Yeah. What kids really the only want to see upside that? of it is it's Chris Pratt and Tom Holland are the two main characters and Julia Louis-Dreyfus is the mother. So they're just voices. Yeah, but they're at least comical enough that they might make it funny enough. Maybe it's... It's a, like putting Ryan Reynolds as Detective Pikachu. I mean... I saw the last 30 minutes of that movie. And? I had no idea what's going on. Because <laughs> I went in from another movie. Um, yeah, I had no idea. What, what else on. we got here? You you have your Ford versus Well, you got Ferrari. anything? I do. I mean, I have things that are more. I have the Goldfinch, um, which I read a couple of years ago. And I, I um, told my friend to read it and she did not like it. So I was kind of disappointed because I loved this, mo- this, this book um, by Donna Tartt. And it actually it won, um, did you say Pulitzer or Pulitzer. I say Pulitzer. Okay, Pulitzer, I see. Yeah, Pulitzer Prize in like in 2014 for fiction, um, among other honors. So it was published in 2013. I I loved this. I'm so excited. I really hope they didn't ruin it. And it's got tons of people in it. And I think that it's going to be, I put the trailer on our website. If you go to the blog section, mm-hmm. um, the trailer's on there. So you can I only saw a clip of the, the trailer. It looked like it has. Um, has Nicole Kidman. 
It looks yeah. like the, the kid is from Baby Driver. Yes, okay. that's him. Uh, so it's going to be... I, I'm missing his name right now, but... No, that's okay. Um, but go watch the trailer on our website, uh, culturalshoot.net, and then just go over to the blog section. I wrote, put, there, put that there, so... And you, should, you should be able to see it on the main page now, too. So the blog oh, cool. entries and the podcast podcasts will all be on the main page. Cool so beans. You all just right. gotta look at them. And then I saw today at Astra with Brad Pitt coming out September twentieth. You know, it looked decent enough. I mean, bad to- Brad Pitt, Donald Sutherland, and Tommy Lee Jones. I'm gonna watch it. Liv Tyler, come on. I I must have missed Liv there. Is, that's, is his she's, wife? That's yeah. Okay. She's the you know I'm just, I love you. It was really heartfelt. Now, another space movie for her. Yes, um, it's about long a, since Armageddon. A man that journeys across lawless solar system. I'm reading this from to find his missing father. Um, I guess his father did something and like he was uh, part of something and now he has to go in and find it. And, and he was doing experiments on something that threatened the solar system. Yeah. And it's gonna really be bad news. And so now, uh, Brad Pitt has to go save the world. I'll watch it. I probably will. Yeah. It looks, it looks fun enough. Um, what else we got here? We got, uh, one that I look, I think looks good. Um, Ford versus Ferrari <clears throat> kind of tells the the backstory of the creation of the Ferrari F fifty or F fifty two fifty GT fifty. That's the word I was looking for. Not the truck. It's the race car um, that was to go up against the the Ferrari. And in the lead role is Christian Bale as the driver and Matt Damon as uh, Carroll Shelby. Well, that. Um, those two reasons so, to go. Yeah, it gave Christian Bale was enough reason for me to check it out. Throw in the GT50, that was more, and throw in Damon as Shelby Carroll and, and basically telling the story of how um, Shelby was given 90 days by Ford and unlimited funds and re, uh, finances to basically make the car from scratch, get the really? driver who was a temperamental driver <laughs> That's cool. and beat Ferrari. Um, and Christian Bale said, do you have 300 years? <laughs> and he's like, no, I have 90 days. <laughs> I it's think, like one of the best parts of the trailer. I'm like, oh yeah. I and, think this will bring out some people. And then, This is going to bring uh, out a lot of people. The, another good point in it was Christian Bale punching Matt Damon in the face was kind of. That would be awesome. That was kind of a moment. I'm looking forward to that. Um, I have been trying to get my daughter, well, my eldest, Zoe, uh, to watch the dark crystal and because I, is that you? Was that you? Did you do something? <laughs> yeah. Apparently my phone decided to come through my laptop. Wow. I did not turn that off. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, the dark crystal. I was waiting for the, I was waiting for it again. Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> and <laughs> I had this big giant sign, turn off all noisy things. And I always typically do. I yeah. just didn't hit mute on the damn computer. <laughs> oh, it's no biggie. Um, I'd Jim Henson's original Dark Crystal. Yeah, and I'm, you know, I watched it when I was young. Had no problem. Um, Kendra watched it. 
Uh, obviously, she watched it um, because of her little crush. On uh, that was her first crush. Was uh, the was Jen? Is that his name? Jen, uh, the boy. Katie, for the 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 boy puppet in. Okay. Uh, I think his name is Jen or Yen or whatever. Um, she kind of had a crush on him, and I keep trying. To, I show Zoe, but man, when you show those uh, trailers. They do look scary. But see, we didn't, I just jumped in and started watching that stuff. I don't know. So I don't know. I said, hey, Zoe, they're going to have a Dark Crystal, you know, show on Netflix. Maybe we should watch the movie. Mm. Didn't have any interest? No. No. I think I think that the new, the trailer for the Netflix series looks great. I mean, it. Maybe if I tell her that, like, they put Queen songs in, the show watch it. <laughs> Um, but I think it looks awesome. I don't know. Is uh, Little Henson behind it? I would assume so. Had they had, it looks like they had original. Uh, it looks like the original puppets to me. There's some new ones, but there's the originals. I think it looks really cool. So it, the trailer is looks, beautiful. I think it looks really good mixed with modern technology. Yeah. I mean, I, that was kind of one of the suffering parts of it is like, yeah, it was a good movie. But, like, what are you going to do with new technology? And they embraced it really well. Yeah. So, at least from what I could see. Right. So. Speaking of new technology, I did watch this, I did watch this trailer. Back. I did watch this trailer, and I'm happy that they showed her beforehand. But go ahead. Yeah. You, you introduce. You got Terminator Dark Fate with, um, starts out with, and I apologize for not grabbing her name before talking about it um but she's from uh control alt uh control halt delete control halt fire um the amc show that i i liked um that was on for a very short time she plays cameron mcintosh in that um she plays a new terminator in this that is protecting somebody and all of a sudden guess who shows up linda hamilton to save the day so Linda Hamilton's first appearance. She since, looks fantastic. I thought she looked good. Uh, yeah. She looked like she was ready to jump out and kick ass. She and did. We even get a brief, I, I can't even say it's a one second cameo from Arnold when they open up the they cabin open door. open the door and there he is. So. That's really all I need to see and then he can, they can shut the door. Yeah. Sorry, I am not a fan. Um, I'm not a fan of Arnold. Mackenzie Davis. That's her, yeah. There we go. Mackenzie Davis. And what was the name of the show? She was I, totally. like, keep, I always keep wanting to say control, alt, delete. It's control, halt, fire. Yeah, but she was also in Tolly. Yeah. She, yeah. yeah. But she, she was Tolly, the show that I Outside enjoy. of Tolly, if you haven't watched Control, Halt, Fire. I haven't. Go watch it. It's That's, If you have any interest in the creation of... Um, the background of Apple or the background of um, the internet, this loosely creates is on a, I don't think that's what it's called. Control halt fire. I don't think that's what it's called. I I really don't. I know what you're talking about and I don't, that, that was on TV, right? Yeah. It was on AMC. Yeah. AMC, um, control, uh, that's not what it's called. Halt. 
Fire? No. Halt and catch fire. There we go. That's close. I keep wanting to say control alt delete because that sounds more <laughs> computer esque to me, but it's no, it's halt and catch fire. There we go. But you know, it's got Lee Pace, Scoot McNary, and her in it, and it's just it's a phenomenal show. But, but I always uh, I have yeah. screwed up the name of that show since the first day I've watched it. That's okay. But it's good. It's a good, good show. Yeah. We'll put those trailers on and you'll be able to just go click, 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 click all the way down and not have to worry about. So we watched some stuff this week. What did did. you watch? Well, I did watch Booksmart, obviously, because I put up a little thing I don't think anybody has listened to. (laughs) But you can try listening to it. So Um, in between our episodes, um, every once in a while, we have little bonus episodes. And Valerie actually put up her first bonus episode of a review of Booksmart. Um, So... You might have seen that. If you subscribe to our feed, it would have popped up into your feed automatically. Yeah, book smart. Uh, I just want to say, go see it, please. She's very, very, very downhearted about the... I, I, I love it, and I Olivia Wilde is on you know Twitter trying to get people to go see it <laughs> because it's tanking, and I don't know why. You know what, what's going to happen with this movie? It's, so it's not going to do so well, maybe. In the box office, but Olivia, hold on, because when this thing hits, it's going to become a little cult classic. It's going to go right on into all those other movies. Is it though? Yes, it will. Okay. I, you need to see it. It's it's really fantastic. I mean, it's going to go up there with Goonies. It's different than Goonies. Okay. No, 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 no. Like, um, this isn't. This is a class. But like Mean Girls is that type of show, even though I don't watch Mean Girls all the time. It's kind of like, but it's all nice. These are these are good friends. So it's not like Heather's where they're not. But it's going to go into that group of gr- girl films. It's not Bridesmaids because it's not so like, raunchy. It'd be in the Legally Blonde type cult stuff. No, no. It's going to, you know what, Olivia, you have created a world Something of that own. just doesn't quite fit in any kind of box there. It's, it's going to, it's going to create its own because it shows friendships that are good. Friendships that, I mean, these are good girls and they're funny and they're funny. It's a, it's a really well made movie. Anyway, but that's not the movie I'm going to talk about. I'm going to actually talk about well, Rocket Man. What else did you watch besides Rocket Man? Did you watch anything else this week? Uh, um, well, not in theaters. I saw... Well, it doesn't have to be in theaters. That's never been... Last there. night I watched Romancing the Stone to show the girls for the first time. And, and um, yeah. No, I haven't really watched things things that might talk about later but i'm not going to i'm just going to talk about rocket man and what else did i see anything else i didn't get to watch much television this week and so let's uh let's get on to this tiny dancer and talk about <laughs> rocket man uh well i got a little <laughs> i'm sorry i know i know no <laughs> she's going by the window. She stops. 
looks up and then walks back. <laughs> my children, my little girls are here and they are running. They are kind of like looking back and forth. And Harper is very, very interested in what's going on in here. Here she comes again. Then she's looking. Hi. There she is. Anyway, so they're here in the uh, studio trying to keep themselves busy. Um, but I went to go see Rocket Man. I was supposed to go see Godzilla. Long story. Ended up in Rocket Man um, with my husband. For I you got to say though, like even if Rocket Man was a bad movie, it wasn't. No, no, oh, no, no. I'm saying even if it was a bad movie, it's not like it was a bad like. You're not going to Godzilla. You're going to Rocket Man. Right. It's not like you're saying, well, you're not going to Godzilla. You're going to see Boss Baby. Oh my God. That's so true. He said, I'm not sure if this is the one for me, but I'll try it. The guy had, had just flown in on a red eye. We were supposed to be celebrating our anniversary. The, he is so dead tired. Oh my gosh. It was terrible. So he kind of fell asleep through most of it. Um, Rocket Man was produced by Elton's uh, husband. And it was David uh, Furnish. And there's also David Reed, uh, Matthew Vaughn, and Adam Bowling. I'm not familiar with the other ones, but um, it was directed by Dexter Fletcher, who also directed Billy Elliot. And Billy Elliot is actually in this movie playing the um, writer of all of, well, like the... Lennon McCartney of Elton John. So he gets uh, introduced to him. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm like, my daughters are really, uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Uh, he gets introduced to, hold on, Bernie. Gosh, Valerie. It's interesting you said the Billy Elliot connection. Bernie, it's also Bernie Toppin. Jamie is, is it Jamie? Is his name? I don't know. He's He was the one who played Billy Elliot. Yes, Bernie. Yeah. Bernie is the one that plays Jamie Elliot. His, the one that is the writer, the songwriter for Ellen John. Um, I had gotten uh, a little... Um, Dustin sent me a Marco Polo that was like, you've got to go see this movie. This is fantastic. And like totally freaking out about it. The music is fantastic. Blah, blah, blah. And I was thinking it was going to be um, a, an upper. Like, this is going to be fun. This is going to be fun, honey. Um, this movie is not fun. Um, it is sad and it is hard to watch, but it also has fantastic music and it is kind of set up. These people are smart. They know what they're doing. This was made to be a Broadway show. It's going to be on Broadway. I guarantee it. I'm waiting to find out exactly when that's going to happen. Um, it's a biopic. Uh, you know, Jason says, I liked it the first time, you know, when it was called Bohemian Rhapsody. You know, it's nothing like Bohemian Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody had a lot of, of you know, basically them on tour and them writing their songs, etc. But, uh you don't show a lot of Elton on tour. You, you do see him as a young child. Um, he, 
Sorry. It was, it's, it's, it's hard to watch. He has horrible parents. He was named Reggie, Reginald, Reggie Dwight. And he was raised, uh, raised by Sheila, who was cold and horrible. Um, he did have a grandmother that was very sweet. Um, and then Stanley. Stanley. Stanley had nothing, didn't want anything to do with him. I mean, he just basically ignored him and then left and made his own family, uh, which could do a lot of damage to to some, to you. I mean, um, they got they had a piano and Reggie just sat down one day and started playing. It's sort of Amadeus like in a way. That's kind of the the feel you get is like, wow, this kid uh, is amazing. So they decided to send him to the Royal Academy of Music. And then from then on, he grows up and we find him uh, working with Dick James uh, Publishing Company under uh, Ray Williams. And then Williams introduces him to Bernie the, and the two, they form a friendship. Um, Bernie is fine with Elton's, con- he was confused, confusion, but then he is definitely comes out as homosexual and Bernie has no problem with it. You see, I think Elton's point of this movie uh, is not about here, look what great music I put out. It is look at where this music came from in my life. And you see his downs, you see his drug addiction, his, I don't know if you would call it sex addiction. I would say that he was lost and didn't know what to do and he was hurt. He got into a relationship and the man um, who actually produced him was the same producer, by the way, (laughs) of Queen. Anyway, uh, he used him. It was awful. And then he dumped him and it kind of was a little bit much for him. So Elton, down and out. Uh, I think the point was that you can be as low as you possibly can get. He tried to commit suicide twice. Uh, he hated himself. His mother was horrible to him. He came out to her and he, she says horrible things to him. His father, he went to see his dad as an adult and his father just basically, it was just like, had absolutely no interest in him whatsoever, uh, which led to the second time he tried to kill himself, unfortunately. And then he checks himself into a hospital and that is kind of where we're centered around. The movie starts with him sitting in a group. And so we keep going back to group and he's telling the group his life story and this is why we're seeing all of the how, the sadness and uh, where he went with it and what he did with it and now he's coming out of it. And um, I'm Still Standing is the last song that we hear in the movie. Um, It was 28 years ago, I believe. God, 28 
Anyway, so I just, I remember that coming out and the video coming out and then it ends there. Um, basically showing, uh, that he has been sober for 28 years. He is in a loving relationship and he has children now. Um, How's the acting? The acting is fantastic. I thought that, um, I guess I should probably mention that. I'm sorry for all those that um, are in love with him. Uh, he is played. Why am I? Taryn. Thank you. Um, How is his vocal? Please. You know, the whole soundtrack is Taryn, Taryn Egerton. Um, he plays Elton John, and it's not like he, they mixed the voices at all. Um, he sings the songs, and he actually sang, I'm still, I think he's, uh, do you sing I'm Still Standing in Sing? So I would know. Um, in Sing, the cartoon no, the animated movie. Yeah. yeah. He sang in that, and that's where they found him um, because they heard him. And I said, wait a minute, this guy, he sounds just that he can, yeah, he can do Taren, this. Taryn played the gorilla, right? And sing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, he did, a, he did a great job. I think a lot of people were worried. Um, and he's all over the soundtrack. They do sing a song together at the end of the soundtrack. Um, this movie actually was written by the same person who wrote Billy Elliot too. So a lot of Billy Elliot people, um, again, Billy Elliot also went to Broadway, I believe. So I, oh, and I want to tell you this, the, the music, Matthew market Bargeson. Do you know him? Anyway, I didn't even know this was a thing, but he is a member. This is the guy who did the music, member of the Hans Zimmer Remote Control Productions. Mm -hmm. okay. I don't even know what that is. It's it's Hans's uh, studio. Uh, cinematography. I guess the cinematography. I, I, when I think about the film, uh, was good. I mean, I, I think that it told the story. We the story was moved along and it had it edited in the times that we needed to see and but it is sung like a musical so when we have the songs that he sings during these times when he's singing them his mother sings something his grandmother sings something um there are times when he's in um like a carnival or something and everybody's dancing so this is somewhat like a musical where all at once everyone starts joining into those whole things. So that's kind of interesting. But I would say, see it. Um, unlike Bohemian Rhapsody, where I could show Zoe, I mean, uh, this movie probably had a little bit more, well, I had a lot of drug usage, lots of drugs, and... Um, Lots of, there, nothing was shown. It was all very artsy in a way, but it showed a lot of, you know, him diving deep into his, you know, sexual confusion, trying to get this whole thing sorted out. So he, you know, is in the times of everyone's kind of sleeping together and figuring this out and having fun. But it's not 
it's you don't see anything. You just you see some men kissing. That's really about it. So, um, although I still probably this is not a movie for children. This is definitely a PG thirteen. Thirteen, which is different than the Bohemian Rhapsody PG thirteen, in my opinion. So, um, I say go see it. It's uh, fun to see some of the scenes. I cried four times just because I didn't realize the sadness in his life was so. It really actually affected me a lot. I just didn't know all of that. So you learn a lot about it and you learn about resilience and and bringing yourself back. So and the music is phenomenal. So go. That's my review. Does it make you want to go see it? Well, see it, but I don't know if I'm going to rush to the theaters to see it. Yeah. Jason was kind of we disagreed. He said, well, I don't know if we needed to see everything. Um, But I think the point was that he wanted to see, he wanted people to see everything. He wanted people to see that because people do go through really horrible times. And he wanted people to see that you can come out of it. You can make it out of it. And I think that was the point. And there's nothing wrong with, getting really personal and just showing all your shit, just like laying all shit out there and saying, this is what I went through. And you know, here's where I am now. So I don't know. He he wasn't, he has a hard time with seeing struggles and sad things. Whereas I don't. (laughs) So I don't know. Maybe if you don't like all that stuff, wait, but, I think you would enjoy it for the music. Okay. (laughs) Your your voice. No, it's more of one of those like time limited things. How much of the stuff that I want to see that's now starting to come out, it's going to be shifted. It's like Brightburn. It's like, yeah, I'd like to see it, but it's going to probably be shifted to, I'll see it when it comes on theater. It's not something that I have a very, very, like sure strict like okay this is enough to like draw me to the theater i understand if things get busy i'm going to make sure i carve out my time to see it because i think it deserves to be seen in the theater and i think like a prime example of that was what i actually did see in theater this week um we actually saw two movies this week um I saw uh, aladdin and godzilla you went to see aladdin and saw aladdin on Tuesday or Wednesday with the wife. Um, Latin was one of, I really enjoyed the animated feature. Some of my favorite lines come from that as from the genie and that I just randomly use throughout life constantly. Um, but it was, you know, it had, Aladdin had its moments. I enjoyed it. My wife seemed to like it a lot. Um, I like the Bollywood angle to things. I think it helped shape Aladdin a little bit better than it was as an animated movie. However, there was just some weird stuff that it, you know, I'm not going to go in depth to talk about it. It's just not worth it. Okay. Um, but okay. if you if you liked Aladdin at any amount, then it's worth seeing it. Is it worth seeing it in theaters? 
Not really. So he wants to see it, but I. Maybe. I'm looking forward to Lion King, however. In Kinder theaters. can take her. Kinder can take her. Um, but the other movie I saw was Godzilla. I went the next night and saw Godzilla on opening night, and that is that is my prototypical. Right. This needs to be seen in a theater. I know because I know. it's just a big experience, and so I carve out the time to go see Godzilla. Um, this won't be as in depth as as yours. You you do the wonderful in depth. I I'm just, sorry. No, don't apologize. We the, this is just my style of review is just kind of <laughs> glossing over the little things and focusing on a couple little details. Um, so Godzilla is the follow up to the I want to say 2014 Godzilla. I think it's been that long since we had that was the really good one, the one with um, the Aaron from Kick Ass was in it. Um, it's been a while. I think I want to say it's five years. So I, th- I want Holy to say cow. it's been that long. It was a great Godzilla, though. It was a really good Godzilla. And had the original voice of Godzilla. Oh, this one did too. No, I'm glad. I'm glad. Um, so this is in direct follow up to that, but it's also quietly the third in the trilogy of King Kong, Godzilla, and the next one, which will be 20. 20- 20 I think the 2020 or 2021 which is Godzilla versus King Kong um they've been they've been sneaking in all the the is hints to how these things are connected throughout the the movies okay so after they released the first one they kind of when they went to Kong Skull Island uh-huh um, which I enjoyed they brought in Monarch yes so Monarch is the underlying thing that connects all oh. of it together because Monarch is the ones investigating the Titans Okay. Which are, you know, Godzilla is considered a Titan, but so is King Kong. King Kong is a Titan. So, of course, this Godzilla, King of the Monsters, is, uh, it's got Millie Bobby Brown in it. Um, Did he fight? He fought uh, things. uh, Yeah, I'll get there. (laughs) I just want to know what he he fought. He fought things, yes. He fought things. But are they huge insects? (laughs) I want to know what they are. So, we got... The director is Michael Daughtery. Um, it's written by Michael and Zach Shields, and it's got Kyle Chandler. If you're not following, I know who Kyle. Um, besides Friday Night Lights, but he was <laughs> oh also. God, I was going to say Friday Night Lights. The the he's, show on Netflix is actually I like him in a lot, but more with the with the family. Um, yes, he's in everything. Actually, he is. Yeah. He he shows he's up. He's a well rounded. He shows up in many films. Um, and you've got Millie Bobby Brown, as I said. You've got Vera Farmingo. You've got... Um, I like her. Uh, Ken Watanabe, Bradley Whitford, Again? Sally Hawkins. Really? Yeah. What a good cast. Yeah, but Sally's in there for a very, very short time. <laughs> she she gets a good send-off. I'll put it that way. Okay. Um, and there was, you know, Thomas Middleditch from uh, the... Uh, the show about the yeah whatever anywho it's not the show is not about any of them <laughs> the movie is not about any of them as much as you want to try to make godzilla a well-rounded story there's only so much you can do with godzilla godzilla is a monster that's attacking or is in this case they're finally figuring out that he's defending and he's protecting um, something Something, yes. Um, How long does it take 
for you to see Godzilla? How long into the movie? I want to, because that King Kong by Peter Jackson, my Lord. Uh, I, you know what? Maybe 25 minutes. 25 minutes. Okay. Parts of him. But I don't think you see the full King Kong or the full King Kong, the full Godzilla for a little while after that. So, I mean, in short, the story is basically, um, so it it wraps up, it starts out at the beginning telling you basically the story of uh, Kyle Chandler and Vera are married. Millie Bobby Brown is their daughter. Um, And so you've got a a young Millie Bobby Brown. Godzilla is just completely just destroyed in San Francisco. You know, it was once San Francisco and he came and they lost their son as part of that in the attack, which led to Kyle getting into drinking, them splitting up. And we cut to modern day and it's Millie living with her mother, Vera. Um, and I apologize, I'm not using the names of the characters, but anywho, um, and Millie basically hints that there's something wrong with her mom. She's talking to her father in email and um, she doesn't really get to finish. Like, I just need to talk to you, dad, about something. And we go on to, to find her mother has been developing a um, a voice, uh, not a voice, a device that sends out the sonic wave mm-hmm. sound right. of the alpha um, right. mm-hmm. so that they can try to like control because as what they reveal is that there's been 17 titans discovered since Godzilla came along. However, they're all dormant. Godzilla is the only one that's not. Um, but of course, King Kong, as we know, if you've watched Kong Skull Island, you know Kong isn't dormant. But they... Right have all these monarch sites and they show them on a map and they show that all these are dormant somewhere. Do they show you what they look like? Oh yeah. And so you're introduced to the first one is who it becomes Mothra and Millie Bobby <laughs> Brown gives it the name is Mothra. Uh-huh. And so you, you see it basically it's a caterpillar uh, or a, uh, the larva state as it's blossomed into, why are you ugh-ing? I mean, I'm just gross. I'm excited. Why is it gross? I just love the way they use insects to, for these, for these, uh, yeah. I love that. They basically blow up insects. So Huge. Mothra, of course, is not full on Mothra. It, you know, it's just the, the start of it um, in the larva stage. And so that's her first experiment of trying to use this device and it basically almost attacks and kills everybody at the site. And then she's able to control it. And that's how like, they realize that her device actually works. It can control the alpha and it calmed Mothra down so that it didn't attack anybody. And that's when... Um, but it doesn't become tame. It just stops attacking. It becomes tame and docile. Really? Like Millie Bobby Brown reaches up and no. like, touches it kind of thing. But just at that moment when that happens um, is when the bad guy steps in and basically bursts in the door killing everybody and takes Vera and Millie and the device and the bad guy um, <sighs> is played oh, by why do we always have to have bad guys oh, he's a good guy, bad guy it's Charles Dance from uh, Game of Thrones he's okay e- crazy evil dude but anyways he takes her takes the vice and then we have the monarch 
uh, Ken Watanabe, Bradley Whitford, Sally Hawkins, they all get together. They're in a Congress meeting and they find out about this whole incident. And then they go out and get Kyle Chandler, bring him in, bring him back to Monarch, tell him everything that's happening. Oh, you're the way that that we're going to save your family. Then he learns about the Titans because nobody outside of this circle knew about these Titans. And they find out that the where they're going with this device is to the Arctic where uh, Monster Zero, I forget what they call it, Titan Zero is. And that is the three-headed um, dragon, the 300 King Ghidorah. Um, so we get we get the the awesome that getting released, and we around that time we you know we get Kyle's disdain for Godzilla and how you know he he wants to kill everything. He's like, wait, you've known about all these titans and you've kept them under wraps instead of actually finding a way to destroy them all. And now that she's got this device, he's realized that that's what the bad guy is going to do is going to start releasing them. And so the bad guy goes straight for the three-headed one. And eventually they all meet up. We find everything else. And then we have the little twist in the story that... Maybe we should share the twist. I don't care. This is a spoiler zone. My God, but it just came out, man. So, (sighs) spoiler zone. Warning. Warning. So if you want to skip the spoiler... Go ahead. Turn us off. Vera is actually behind everything. Okay. She was the one that pushed the button and released all the thing, and she was the one that hired. Released the Kraken. She's the one that hired. Sorry. But like I said, um, if you're going in there looking for a story, me, don't look in there for a story. Just go for it. You're really there to see Godzilla fight fight monsters. And this movie is 75% CGI and monsters fighting. Okay. And like, I mean, there's some good monsters. You know, the Rodan is there, the big hawk with the fire volcanic uh, wings. And then there's a cool battle at the end between the four of them and uh, basically the U.S. military joining in. (laughs) So go see it or... Yeah, you go see it if you're if you're into Godzilla and you you like the the big spectacle stuff. Uh-huh. Um, if you're going for a story, don't you're you're not going to walk away with much other than the fact that this is the third in the trilogy and they're it's more than they're a trilogy. Se- they're I mean, setting you up. They're setting up Kong. They never show Kong during this whole thing. They just show his place on a map, and then there's some spoilery-ish stuff towards the end that kind of set up do we have to watch Godzilla do you have to watch till the end of the absolutely yeah okay there's there's two things that happen on the lead up towards the end okay and then the end scene has okay don't follow up it has a follow-up to what happened in this movie okay so So sit through the credits yeah sit through the credits okay um that's what we need to know so yeah see it now in theaters before it goes away because it's not going to stick around long because <laughs> it is bombing at the box office right now. So if you're a Godzilla fan, go out and support it, see it, um, because I really, really, really want to see a Kong versus Godzilla. Yeah. You know, the movie's already under production. It's already slated for release. But yeah. as we've seen, when things get... Why do you think this bombed? What are people know. seeing? I don't know. 
I mean, the first Godzilla did great. I don't know why this one didn't. Maybe it's just because it looked like it was like, hey, we're going to throw all the animal, all the titans together and There's have everybody fighting. Are. But it's like, how do you top the previous one? There are a lot of people in Rocket Man. That's all I got to say. Yeah. This was f- the, the first one I went to is full, but they also had it at a bunch of theaters. So, yeah. So, yeah. All righty. Especially like, uh, New in theaters. That just leads its right, right, right into what's in theaters oh. this week. Yeah, what's in our See? grab bag? Um, what's new? Uh, late night. Late night with Emma Thompson and Mindy Kaling and Emma Thompson is, uh, she's getting older. She is a TV personality. An ornery TV personality that nobody can handle. And she has all male writers. She has no one. She has no women. And she's kind of, uh, they're going to fire her, basically. Uh, so they bring in Mindy Kaling, who, I don't even know how she gets the job. She just goes in there, probably. Because they didn't really show it. They just kind of say, they show this weird scene about her being funny. But uh, ends up looks like looking like uh, she does save her career. I think it looks great. I love Emma Thompson, so I'm probably going to go see it. But uh, I will put that uh, trailer up as well, and then you can you can I, speak. Yeah, I got Dark Phoenix coming yeah. out. I've got tickets for tomorrow night. Are you serious? Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, I didn't realize it was coming out so soon. Oh yeah, well it's this week. Oh well, I mean. <laughs> Oh God, Valerie! Yes, uh, that looks awesome. Tomorrow's Thursday. That looks awesome. Yeah, it, it's so it's the last entry in the X Men. Where are you going? Franchise by Fox. I know where you're going to see it. AMC. Okay. I just decided to use my free tickets. Your free tickets. Dark Phoenix. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and then we have Secret Lights of Pets too. <laughs> Skip it. Yep, okay, pretty much. sorry. The first one was so horrible. Okay, and then, um, so we have new originals that are streaming. Go ahead. Lots of stuff in the new original streaming. This is, so as the TV stuff kind of wind down, this is when we start getting a lot of the originals and a lot of stuff start coming back. Um, so in the DC universe, um, on DCU online, um, as I mentioned, Doom Patrol just ended. Um, and the next one just started and the next one is Swamp Thing. So if you've got the DC universe, you've now have Titans to watch, you have Doom Patrol and now Swamp Thing and Swamp Thing is a very much different vibe from the last two. Um, this is very horror film esque vibe to it. And, uh, I liked, I liked the first episode. Um, for those of you who watched a show about Western, on HBO about 13 years ago it ended Deadwood um, came back with a almost two hour movie with pretty mm-hmm. much all of the original characters and it's on HBO it's on HBO premiered on Friday night um, did you see it? I did We I watched it over two nights because I was way too tired to watch all of it on one night um, and your oh thoughts? oh man I thought it was a good closing for the show but I'm more depressed than impressed. Depressed because of the quality 
of acting and writing really? that we don't get. Because all these people, the the people that were on this show and how smart they are and how good they are at acting, that the show was only on for three years, 13 years ago. But if you look at all the characters and all like the threads from all the other involvements that they were in, yeah, it's just phenomenal. And the writing, it's Shakespeare in the West. Yeah. I mean, they're using time period style language mixed with, you know, swearing. Um, but they constantly would cut in with like some little bit of flashbacks from in clips from the old show. Uh-huh. And it was really weird because you're like, wow, did p- some people really aged in 13 years? Um, so, yeah, I if you're a Deadwood fan, check it out. It was worth it for me. Twilight Zone looks cool. Twilight Zone looks cool. I have not subscribed to CBS All Access yet. I um, don't know if I have or not. But Jordan Peele, um, this released a couple months ago. Um, it got re-released this week in black and white. Uh, Twilight um, Zone was something I watched when I was a, yeah, a young one. And I just sat and watched Twilight Zone probably fourth, fifth grade. I That probably accounts for a lot of strangeness in me. And then we move on to Good Omens on Amazon Prime. Good Omens has David Tennant and Michael Sheen in it. And it's oh. written by Neil Gaiman. Oh, um, I've only watched the first episode so far, but I'm planning on whipping through it the rest of this weekend. I, I, I Can thought you it was funny. A, what is it? Um, is it dark? Basically, it starts off with at the Garden of Eden. Um, David Tennant is the the snake serpent okay. demon, and Michael Sheen is the guardian uh, okay. Michael, basically. And so it starts there, and it basically is they develop a friendship, the good demon and the or the the good demon, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. The angel and the demon become friends over time, but keep it hidden from the rest of the demons and the rest of the angels. So nobody knows about their friendship except the two of them. Neil Gaiman wrote this one? It, okay. it, uh, basically, they have like, they cut to a scene where it's like, okay, you have it's 11 years till the Armageddon. David Tennant has to place the baby with something. There's a whole mix-up with oh, the baby. Geez. goes to the wrong person. They cut to 11 years. They're like, oh, we're just going to be a nanny. So David Tennant is a nanny. This is how they're going to try to like make the devil's uh, kid not destroy the earth. So David Tennant is the nanny. And then Michael Sheen is the gardener. And then they cut to him at 11 years. And they say six days until Armageddon. And that's when they find out that, oh, we've been doing the wrong kit the whole time oh geez okay <laughs> anyway well that sounds like something uh it's, but it's david Tennant, and if you've watched anything with david Tennant in it i mean i mean if, you've, just re- constant if good. you've read anything about neil, neil gaiman his yeah. stuff is all over the place uh black mirror actually sounds like is neil gaiman kind of stuff but anyway black mirror uh season five i watch a, a couple that's it uh, but uh, season five, I'm behind. I didn't watch any of last season. I didn't really so. watch it. It's June fifth. This when it's coming out. Handmaid's Tale. I am behind. I did not watch season two, but season three is coming out June fifth. So I have a lot to go. Um, and then Chernobyl, recent miniseries on HBO. Yep. And then we're just going to mention this 
because we know it's not this week. But Jessica Jones showed her face this week on Netflix. She did. And that's coming out June 14th. And it says her final season, which is depressing. And something's going on there. Something's going Something's going to happen there. That's, yeah, June 14th. And but. speaking of David Tennant, it's his voice because he was the bad guy in that. Oh. And then uh, I'll let you take the last one. Um, I just threw this on there. Um, it was, we kind of got the releases of stuff came out this week and we were going to do a split show and then we're kind of try to do the weekly thing, but the Rolling Thunder review, it's a Bob Dylan movie that is directed by Martin Scorsese. And that is on Netflix. Okay, cool. And Queen Sugar. I like Queen Sugar, by the way. Um, if you've ever watched it, if you haven't watched it, check it out. Seriously, it's kind of fun. My sister and I really got into it Wendy and I. Uh, it's uh, June 12th is when it starts. So um, that is on OWN. And then um, I'm going to move right into my Audible listen. Uh, as you know, as last week, I uh, talked about Pat Conroy's um, book, Prince of Tides, and I'm on a Prince of Tide. I'm on Pat, uh, like a Pat Conroy like thing because my friend Courtney said she's been reading Pat Conroy, so I'm going to do it. Um, I am reading or listening to Lords of Discipline and it's fantastic so far. I mean, I have maybe a little bit left. I think I have a couple hours left to go, but I, it's a great show. I'm sorry. It's a great book about, it's based on his time uh, in the sixties in the Citadel. But it's not called the Citadel in the book, and the Citadel actually banned the book for years. Um, but it, he's saying that this is his his time there. It's really rough, really rough. Uh, but it's it's a great listen, and I have been fully enthralled by this world of men and. Uh, they get their first, well, I, they never call him uh, a black man. They never call him, yeah, it's, yeah. They just call him a man. They call him something else. It's the 60s. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we're dealing with that too. So, but it's a, it's a great, great book. And if you're into Pat Conroy at all, Lord's Discipline, I recommend, absolutely. So there we go. Okay. All right. So what is on your radar and what's in your queue? Okay. Well, I would like to get out and see Godzilla and Late Night uh, in the theaters. So we'll see if I get to do that. Uh, and What would be your preference? Late Night. Well, I don't know. Late Night and then probably take, if Jason's available take him to see Godzilla but by next week I don't know I don't know what yeah I don't know um I'm definitely definitely going to see wine country on Netflix I um watched a little bit this morning and I laughed a lot 
So I'm definitely going to finish that up. And I really think that that's going to be something I'm going to enjoy. And then if I get done with watching something that I enjoy, I'm going to throw myself into something that's going to make me terrified and uh, do Handmaid's Tale 2 so that I can get into Handmaid's Tale 3. It's a, it's a terrifying kind of show for women. I still haven't watched it yet. I, it, it, you know. There have to, it's just one of those things that like there's a list of the shows that I want to watch and it's just getting shoved down that list. You know what though? I was with Megan Bertrand today and her and uh, Matt is into it. Mm-hmm. Matt wants to, Matt got into it so he's like pushing on so it's interesting. So there is hope that men do like this show. I don't doubt it. I don't these say, all, I, I, these I are all runners, say that runner I, friends. I can't say I wouldn't like it either. It's just I haven't it hasn't surpassed that interest level to say I've got to put it over these other 10 shows that I still need to work myself through. Okay. What are your shows? And then there's like new stuff that keeps coming out, which is like, oh, well, there goes that. Um, I'm still keeping Rocket Man on the radar. Mm-hmm. Brightburn's fallen off. So Brightburn's going to be a all when that comes out on Brightburn video. Brightburn kind of looks fun to watch. That looks really fun, but like, fun. I think it's just going to have to wait until. Is, what is it getting on Rotten Tomatoes? I don't know. Let me look at Anyway, you go ahead. Um, like I said, I'm seeing Dark Phoenix tomorrow and wrap up Good Omens. Um, I should have that wrapped up this week. Um, Catch 22 still on there. Sneaky Peek. I got like two episodes left of Sneaky Pete. Um, and just continue to watch Swamp Thing. The problem with the DCU is they only release one episode a week, so I have to wait till Fridays, then I can watch the one episode. Um, So Swamp Thing is going to probably wait until uh, the end of the season. Doom Patrol, I've got two episodes to finish wrapping up there, and then I can talk about that one as well. Brightburn, 57%. Yeah. I don't know. Booksmart, 97%. Just want to throw that out there. When Jason saw John Wick, he was like, John Wick is out, really? Like, I got tickets to see Rocket Band. He walks, John Wick, really? So he really wants to see John Wick. John Wick is good for the fighting. But yeah. Very basic story, but still good for the fighting. We'll see what we watch, and we'll let you know. And in between then, I will post some stuff on uh, the website, which, uh, does it go straight to... Uh, Facebook, or does it just stay on the website? No, you've got to post it over. I have to post it over, but if I don't, you're going to miss out unless you go to culturalstew.net. Where? Culturalstew.net. But what if they're on Twitter? Where can they find us if we're on Twitter? Culturalstew. At culturalstewnet? At culturalstewnet. At culturalstewnet is our handle on Twitter. Oh. We've been doing this for a year. I know. I just, I don't. <laughs> it's written right there. No, I know. I just, it's, it's just interesting that net would be on there. And because somebody else had cultural stew, oh. believe it or not. Seriously? And don't use the account. That's really annoying. Yeah. So I had to use cultural stew net. Those people need to be thrown off. <laughs> just throw them off. Um, I actually thought that one of them. They my- may be Russian. <laughs> Uh, you want to be careful on that. And then there's Kirchholz too. On Facebook, of course, um, I have a film thing on Facebook uh, that's just Valerie Lorraine on Facebook. But um, the Cultural Stew stuff will be posted on both Valerie Lorraine and Valerie Bennington Vidmar. 
Yeah. And so, if, and also if you've listened to our last um, show, you kind of got a little bit of the, from the vault um, and you got the foreign flick um, from Tony. Um, so those are little pieces that we're going to start throwing into our little bonus uh, stuff going forward and as we well as something special something special with kids corner at kids corner and i wish i could and there's a little backstory we'll tell you why kids corner is going to there go ahead um the backstory is that i she's out there i should bring her in here um because she's uh she's good with the you'll get her yeah go ahead well you can open the door because i'm talking which one am i getting the zoe, zoe. <laughs> which one uh, Zoe's the nine-year-old. So the reason why um, I am doing Kids Corner with Zoe is because I covered. What did I cover that you were upset? Land Put of your stories. mouth. Put your mouth right here. Land of stories. And why are you upset about that? Because I read the whole series and she didn't. And I didn't know anything. And you're saying that that was really upsetting to you. Mm-hmm. So, um, my favorite part of the whole land of stories thing with your mother is when she told, when you told her that it was real (laughs) and she didn't know it was real. (laughs) And then she said that the reaction of you're like, and it's real. (laughs) Yeah, it was real. And then, uh, yeah. So Zoe's going to help with our, uh, no, it's okay. Uh, Zoe's going to help with our, uh, kids corner. Um, so I, our next one is, she wants to talk about Land of Stories again. So we are going to do a Land of Stories for those who want to listen to that. And she's going to go more in depth with that because she feels like that book series really needs it. It's a really good book series. And then, um, we might talk about a movie called Milton's Secret, correct? Yeah. Correct. Okay, so um, again, you want to uh, introduce yourself? I'm Zoe. Zoe Vidmar. Anyway, so she's going to be helping out with... um, What? 42? Oh, yes. She watched 42 about Jackie Robinson. And she she wants to talk about that, too. Chadwick Boseman, also known as Black Panther. And... um, because she's here and our little sister wants to just get a little shout out, uh, here is little Harper. Harper, say hi. Hi. Okay, there we go. There's Harper. Anyway, so we will have Kids Corner there. And- so, so, yeah, we got Kids Corner uh, from the vault. Yeah. Uh, occasional reviews that we just don't have time to fit in here. Uh-huh. And the occasional uh, foreign flick from Tony. Um just to kind of, as an effort to help us try to keep the show as close as we can to an hour and do it manageably as a weekly show as possible. Yeah. Um, and then kind of give you a little bit of added like stuff throughout the week as we can pepper it along in, you know, five minute here, five minute there and just something for you to listen to on your way in, way out. Um, but yeah. I'll try not to get so emotionally involved into my movies and really just like regurgitate all these feelings out and keep it shorter. All right. Well, until next time. All right. See you later. You can say uh, over and out. I watched 42 too. Oh, okay. Harvard watched 42 too. All right. Over and out. Over and out. Bye. Bye.
Please see our show notes for details on what the outgoing song is and who it is by. And also, as always, if you have a piece of music that you'd like us to play or consider playing, please contact us today. you've heard want to continue to hear more please consider patreon what is patreon you ask patreon is a content creator support site a way for people to support the things they love and allow creators to continue creating the content that they love please consider heading over to patreon.com slash gf media and becoming a patreon supporter today